With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Now, Toby. Yes. Maybe this is the first time I've ever been speechless. Not right now. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, um, am I that good looking? No, it's because um, on the weekend, we received an email. Yes. Yes, we, we did, did. With a picture. Yes, we did. <laughs> she was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Not that picture. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> This came from Ben Zealand. Yeah, unreal, eh? Now, talk about free advertising. <laughs> so Ben Zealand has travelled from Brisbane to Adelaide, no, to Melbourne. Uh, to Melbourne to watch the rugby over the weekend, the Super Rugby Round, or the what is it, Super Round, Super Round, and he has gone to the lengths of getting a Super Rugby podcast t-shirt made now i'm not sure whether he got it made or whether it was a christmas present to him but anyway he's got a t-shirt made up with listen to the super rugby podcast with toby and damien oh does it have toby and damien oh you can't see it on this one yes 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 Yes, i love that (laughs) and on on the the back back, hashtag village ah yes oh you gotta love that eh so can oh, we just say, amazing. he goes, uh, Ben Zealand, P.S., do you approve of my T-shirt? Uh, yes. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Not sure about that hat, though. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. So thank you very much. I hope we have a big boost in numbers. Because obviously, everyone there, everyone around him, would have been thinking, is there a Super Rugby podcast? Yeah, but it depends where he was sat or stood. Because he looks, he's right on the pitch there. I mean, it looks fantastic, actually. Oh, what a stadium. Yeah, and, and I like I was going to leave this a bit later, but last year the numbers at the stadium were rubbish. Yeah. Actually, this year I thought they were pretty good, considering really? it's like a, you know, it's a super round where 
you know, your team isn't going to be playing yeah. type thing. It was seemed relatively well supported. Good. More than there would be at a Rebels game, is what I would say. Good. But it is a wonderful stadium, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I'd like to walk around that. Yeah, me too. I'm a big fan of stadium tours, as yeah, you know. Yeah, me too. No, you're not. I've never been on one, but I, I'm a, sorry, not tours. I'm a big fan of stadiums. Yes. I love a good stadium. Oh, yeah. Twickenham. I, is it a great stadium? I really liked it. I wouldn't say it's great. I've been to Man City Stadium. That was cool. I've been to Allen Road. Loot. Um, oh, I've been to Allen Road. Been yeah. to the toilets there. Village. The most disgusting things I've ever seen. I pissed on myself. <laughs> I would I'd rather, rather <laughs> piss on myself. <laughs> it is almost that bad. <laughs> I need to turn you down, big fella. Yeah, because I'm too loud, eh? You are. You're too loud. Uh, I've got one here from Jason Styles. Yeah. Um, and I'm sorry to all Reds fans. Uh, I make a joke in round one. They killed the force. Yeah, they absolutely killed them, didn't they? So he, he gave them a bit of a jip, I think. The Reds. The Reds, sorry, in, in round one. Yeah. And then they've come back with a vengeance, haven't they? That is very... I mean, like, I kind of looked at the Force's back line. I thought, yeah, Force's back line's all right, you mm. know. The Ford pack looks okay. So for the Reds to absolutely kind of demolish them the way that they did was, you know, really really impressive right well his question to us is um which captain would you start bench or scrap love now he's actually got four here so Mm. we've got to scrap two john schmidt good player john John smith actually not schmidt smith yeah good player yep good player uh richie mccaw george gregan john Eels, john eels sorry and martin johnson might as well not have said the last name. Uh, no, I have to say <laughs> the <laughs> the best captain there is Martin Johnson. One hundred percent, because he had Clive Woodward as a coach, right? So, sorry, Sir Clive Woodward as a coach, and he actually captained them to victory. And I genuinely believe that, despite the coaching, he captained that team to victory. Best captain there run through the other ones so you got George Gregan yeah John Neils John Neils a good captain wasn't he John Smith and Richie McCaw I gotta go Richie's gotta be in there I'm gonna go um, start yep Johnson bench McCaw scrap the other two And he had Richie, I good captain, eh? Good captain, but he had a good team, didn't he? I can't And he had great be- coaches. I can't <laughs> believe. It's not It's not necessarily about the captaincy here. He's just saying these captains. Oh, come I on. I can't believe. Why would you say? Absolutely village. <laughs> I'd go, I'd start Richie. I'd bring John off the um, John off the bench, and I'd get rid of every single other person in the world. Yep, <laughs> especially Martin Johnson. <laughs> yes, that wears a he white. He looks top. like a flapping goat when he talks. 
His <laughs> lips are massive. But, you, know, <laughs> you know when he um when he finished playing rugby and then he went and just coached England. I thought he might be all right, you know, because he pretty much coached England when he was a player. He was a terrible coach, by all accounts. Mate, um, Also, the thing is, I can't believe... We're Kiwis, right? Yeah, you and me. Well, you're from the South Island. You're not as Kiwi as me. Okay. But I can't believe you'd pick an English person over anyone else. I can't believe that. You're disappointed in me. It's village. Real disappointed in you. Um, something we haven't mentioned, actually, which is worth a mention, is we've changed the studio. I say the studio. My we've op, we've my, mentioned it. Pre- my, no, 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 it. no. Oh. But we haven't mentioned the decoration change. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's an absolutely wonderful picture of Daniel... Well, footsteps <laughs> again. Um, of Daniel Carter. It's like mm. painted splat, like splash paint kind yeah. of... But there's Geordie Barrett. I've only just, so only George, just seen that. Geordie, um, so, okay, so for those that can't see, we are going to be on YouTube as of next week. Uh, I've and sort of Owen Farrell. Absolutely. <laughs> dis- although he's by the dartboard. So so in my office, I have a dartboard for those students under my care who are late. And they have to come in and throw a dart at a dartboard uh, to get their sort of punishment. But anyway, around that dartboard used to be important notices. And some of these kids can't play darts and they would hit my notices so instead i've taken off the notices and i've put things around the dartboard that i do not mind them hitting so clive woodward as a player is up there did you know that that's clive clive woodward yep beautiful beautiful look at those little chicken legs <laughs> look is at those little him? chicken legs yeah look that's that him. yeah um i've got kyle sinkler i've oh. got mara Atoji. i've got owen farrell and I got Johnny Sexton. Johnny Sexton, yeah. Now I was going to put Barrett on there. Okay. All right, but actually, he's my new favourite player. <laughs> Jeepers. <laughs> so, mate, next question up uh, comes from well, next uh, comment up is from Alex Duffy. Uh, the new rules appear to be making a real difference, making the game faster. Not sure of the stats, but from my front of my from the front of my uh, TV, it appears to be heaps quicker. And he then goes on to say, "Brumbies and Blues, what a cracking match! Might have finally found an Aussie side capable of beating a Kiwi side consistently." The first thing is, I think he's absolutely right. I think the new rules have dramatically sped up the yeah, game, which is brilliant. We're now looking at around about 40 minutes of ball and play in most matches. Wow. And that's, that's, that's about... from about 20-odd, isn't it? At times, it was around about 30. Right. So, you know, we're, we're 10 minutes extra ball yeah. and play. That's massive. So it's still only half the game. It is still only half the game, and I think there's still a few things. But, you know, that's ball in the air being thrown around flinging it and you know because the scrum is part of the game yes so you know they're not counting the ball line out as part of the game yeah so it's it's pretty impressive though and you know and you can see the players actually do looked do look more puffed yeah so it's going to be really interesting going into internationals when they apply those rules and see whether or not one of our other listeners did mention you know will it make a difference later on i think it will um, as far as the Brumbies and the Blues, we said right from the start, didn't we? They're a tough team to beat. The yep. Brumbies, yeah, 
And they proved that on the weekend. Although I do think the Blues just... Did they not play very well? Just the coaching, hey. Just the coaching. But we'll get to that a bit later. Yeah. Get there, I've got one from Seppo Dan. <clears throat> With mm-hmm. the success of some former world-class players now coaching, Stephen Lark and Ronan O'Gara, who is playing currently that would coach a national side to greatness? Stick with the fly half theme and say Johnny Sexton, Dan Carter. Appreciate the podcast. Thanks for the in, in, insightful insight. Oh, and that's from good. Seppo Dan. Um, Johnny Sexton, I think, will be good. Dan Carter, not so much. No, I agree. I don't think Dan... You need to give a rousing speech, don't you? You need to really get the boys up. Dan Carter was a smart rugby player. Yeah. I'm not so sure he's a very smart man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he was very good rugby. Hey, we could go... Um, Do you know, at his, at his um, you know, school... Because I had a PTA, you know, parent-teacher evening. Yeah. Um, and yesterday. And I'm thinking, you know, when Dan Carr was at school <laughs> and his parents are going around, do you reckon the teachers were like... Oh, he's not very good at math, but blimmin' egg, he's good at rugby. <laughs> this is fine. It'll be fine. Um, yeah, but you could you could say, um, going off the theme again, uh, Nick Evans, he's currently in the English setup. Yeah. Good. I think he's a good coach. Yeah. I definitely think Johnny Sexton's good. I, I heard that Paul O'Connell obviously played for Ireland, is now right. coaching Ireland. Um, as the Fords coach, he is a heck of a coach and he can give a speech. Yeah. You know, fills the room and, you know, scare, you'd scare me almost, you know. And the, he's the, a scary looking bloke. He's though, a scary he? looking bloke, isn't he? Yeah. And I just kind of think you need to be able to hold a room. Yeah. Uh, I can imagine Ronan O'Gara, you know, when he gets kind of a little bit edgy, you know, the players will definitely listen. And I just don't think Dan Carter has that. No, Richie Mwanga. He's a prankster, apparently. So, right. you know, nah. Richie McCaw, he's a bit of a mute. Well, Richie McCaw, I think will be a good second yeah. coach, but not leading the pack. I agree. Definitely not leading the pack. Um, we've got one from Harry. A uh, good question from Harry here is, he firstly asked about the, the Stan Sport 25 Minutes highlights. Where do you find them? Do I have to pay? Yes, you do have to pay for Stan Sports, but it's about 15 quid a month in UK money. Um, well worth it for the for the 25-minute highlights. Uh, secondly, bench, start bench drop, Marcus Smith, Richie Mwanga, and Roman Intermac. What do you reckon? Uh, Roman Intermac to start. Richie Mwanga to come off the bench. Yeah. And Marcus Smith can... Do one. Can stay where he is now, mm. which is on the bench. <laughs> Just very quickly, I've got another one saying about the the World Cup winning money. Oh, yeah. The NFL, NRL, sorry, the NRL pre-season challenged only two rounds. They win 100,000 Australian dollars. That's the winning team. The winning team wow. for two rounds, and that's in Australia, in a you know much less financially stable sport across the world. You would say. Yep. Hola, amigos. 
<laughs> Did I get that right? Uh, that sounded know. good to me. Uh, hopefully he emails in and goes, that, that was village. Anyway. Um, Bennett? This is Bennett? I'm not sure how to pronounce that name. Mate, you go for that. Yeah. Yeah, go for uh, it. Probably the only Spanish listener on the podcast. Huge fan. Ooh. That's kind uh, of... Uh, do you know what? That's uh, a backhanded compliment, isn't no, it? No, I don't... I disagree. Oh. Do you know what I want from our listeners right now? I want everyone who is willing to, to email in and tell us where you're from. No. Because I have to deal with all these emails. Yep, perfect. <laughs> what I thought you were going to say is, I want all of our listeners, if you're happy to do so, to go out and get a Give copy of Ben Zealand's t-shirt uh, good. <laughs> and wear it at your next rugby match. Anyway, he's a huge fan. He's a huge fan. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know if you are aware that Spain did qualify... Yes. For the past two World Cups. Yeah. But they managed to miss miss out and end up being disqualified. Oh, massive disappointment. So they just haven't qualified this year. Do you reckon they will finally qualify for the next one? Now, I know the reason Gracias, why. Gracias, amigos. Uh, I, I, uh, I know the reason why. Because they have cheated. <laughs> Yes, in a row, two times in a row, playing players that don't qualify. Right. <laughs> so okay. So I think surely you'd check that, though, wouldn't you? I think they did. They just don't care. Right. <laughs> I think there's a lot of there's a lot of countries out there who I mean Scotland, Scotland have done it. I mean lots of countries have done yeah. it where they just sort of no one will check up on yeah, this. Yeah, can play for us. And actually, both times Spain would have got away with it had it not been for Russia, apparently. Really? Who dobbed in on them. Fair enough. It's unlike those Russians. Hey, I don't like cheaters. You can trust them as far as you can. Oh, no. Wrong saying. Um, Jason Styles. Yeah. Start being scrap. Yep. Izzy Folau, Curly Bill, Chris Latham. Easy for me. Easy for me. Off you go. Start Izzy. Agreed. Curly off the bench. Yep. Chris Latham. Yep. That you know what, really unfortunate looking player. I mean, I don't mean like Harry looked. He just did not look like a top level player. He didn't run like a top level player. He didn't play like a top level player. Why was he a top level player? <laughs> I think they were really struggling for depth at the time. Yeah, I'd never a big Chris Latham fan. Uh, this one is from Sugarfingers. Two questions. After watching this week's opening round of Super Rugby, I believe the Chiefs are the team to beat after round one. Leading into the World Cup, could DMAC be a potential boiler? Bolter. Oh, sorry, bolter for the year 10, for the year 10, for the number 10 jersey for the All Blacks. He looked really, really good. Bolter, no. But uh, for, um, 10 after the World Cup, yes. Do you disagree? I. He'll make the squad. Oh, 100%. He'll make the squad, but I think he'll be a utility back. Yeah. I know. He'll definitely make the squad, but I mean starting at 10. Yeah, but he's he's looking a hell of a lot better than Bowden Barrett. 
Yeah. He's looking a hell of yeah. a lot better than Richie Mwanga. I don't know. Richie turned it up on the he weekend. Did. He yeah, turned it he up did. on the weekend. Uh, do you know what? Whenever, whenever at Hey Boys. So, okay. So when you read Hey Boys, Sugarfinger's here, how do you how do you read it in your mind? Hey there, boys. Sugarfinger's here. <laughs> nah, I do this one. Hey, boys. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's your friend, Sugarfingers. <laughs> I go, hey, boys. Oh, well, 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 well. Okay. Scotland versus France was a beauty of a game, but was left feeling a bit conflicted when the Scottish lock was sent off. It was a definite red, but should a card be allowed to be given a whole seven minutes after the incident took place, in which during the time... A try was scored. So they've subbed him. Yeah. And then there's that review, isn't there? Right. Did they sub him? As in they've yellow carded him. Oh, okay. Sorry. And then it's gone off and they've checked it. Yeah. I think that's what happened. Right. And then they've decided. I think it's a bit, you know, like, surely if it's a red, it shouldn't take seven minutes. Surely if it's red, you're like, it's a red. It's a red. Yeah. They've given him a yellow, but right. you know what? I'm, well, I'm, he's off anyway. I'm the TMO. So. He's off. It doesn't make a difference. No, it doesn't make I mean, a it, make a, it makes a difference in the game, obviously, but at yeah. the time, he's already off. Luckily for, for Scotland and France, got one binned off as yeah. well, didn't they? As in sent off as well. Uh, Razzle Dazzle, very quickly, um, just wanted to clarify that he did beat against his Rebels. Yes. But as a founding member of the Rebels, he thinks it's okay to bet against them. Because he's he's had to suffer many, many, many a loss. <laughs> so although he's a big fan of the Rebels, he also understands that winning the Super Rugby podcast thing, he ain't going to do it if he backs them every week. Do we think that's okay? Well, you obviously do, because that's what you do. I did it once. It was New Zealand. I did it once. And it wasn't... It was New Zealand. You I bet against New, the boys. It was New Zealand against South Africa, wasn't it? Mm. So I'm going to say, Razzler, I'm going to give you a free pass, Razzler. I am. Do I get free pass? No. I'm going <laughs> to give him a free pass because I, I feel his pain. And I think actually. Right, we've got Super Brew now. Yes. Just top four, bottom four, mate. Come that's on. That's fine. You whip through this one, big fan. I'm going to press the jazz fine. music. Yep, three, happy. two, one. Uh, so obviously there was no Six Nations No But there was uh, Super Rugby Dude Incredible Went up 18 spots BG Williams Razzler the Dazzler Is it three? Yes And Walla Brum I'm guessing it's Walla Brumbies That's the top four Do you know where you are Damo? I'm in the middle somewhere Just I'm, behind you Where I like to be You're 23rd And I'm 21st My favourite mm. number Bottom We've got 78 people in the group. That's pretty good, eh? That's real good. <laughs> so we've got Rugby Cha. I can't see it all, so it's just, it just dot, 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 dot. Uh, Daff, uh, Burger Eric, so Eric Burger, and then Ash Ma, Man, Manso or something. I'm not sure. That's your bottom four. Do you know, I would have had a clean sweep had the Blues not lost. Me too. I was so And dirty. I think a lot of people would have had a clean sweep. It's amazing that, isn't it? There's so many matches. To pick them all correct yeah. is actually pretty difficult. Six, six matches. Mm. Mate, it's time for... Yeah, breaking news. Kindly supported by... Our... 
Patreon. Yeah, our Patreon members. So thank you very we much. We appreciate them. We thank appreciate you. Um, can I just say they really do help to keep the podcast going yeah. because um, it does actually cost money to to put on the podcast. It does. Mm. So um, Argentina. Yes. They're all right. They're okay. Yeah. So um, Lavatini mm-hmm. is leaving Clermont. Okay. But then you've got Crema who's moving to Clermont. Are they a bit of a like for like? Yes. They are, I think Crema's better as well. Labanini spends less time on the pitch, so I'm saying you're going to get more value for your money. But Labanini, or Lavanini, is, he gets carded quite often. I, I was just thinking about this. I think you kind of need someone like that, though, don't you? You still need someone who's going to, Ruffle the head and oh, you do, you know, you do. I agree. Get underneath the skin, but I think Crema does that do you without think? being. He's just a unit, isn't oh, he? Huge. He's absolutely huge. So that got me sort of thinking about. That he'd g- he'd give a, a good speech, wouldn't he? Oh, he'd I give a good you were speech at say half something time. Else, then <laughs> hell, Dame, how you scared me. You know, how many more Argentinians are playing in Europe? <laughs> Loads. Yeah. Low. Well, that's where they have to. Because, yes, you know, when Super Rugby went pop for oh, them, no. they had to go off and find all these different um, clubs, don't they? So there's lots, lots, lots floating around everywhere, isn't there? Premiership's got quite a few. Moroni. Yeah. Um, hooker for, um, is it uh, Leicester? He's a good player. He's a good player. So there's lots of them around, isn't there? And actually, is it doing their rugby? You know, is it was it beneficial for them to be as a team in Super Rugby? Yeah. Yes, but actually, you look at their national results. You know, weren't great because no. I think it was just too similar. Yeah. You know, so actually, that that kind of like coming from all around the world to come and play for your your home country, you know, has a bit more power to it. They seem to turn up a bit more when that happens. Uh, Marcus Smith sends England message as Harlequin's trounce exeter. So Harlequin's showcased a 40-5 to victory over Exeter. That is incredibly impressive. And Marcus Smith was sent back um, by England to play club rugby. George Forward has now come into the England squad He's hardly played a game, and it looks like there is a possibility that moving forward, maybe Marcus Smith might not make the match day squad. My question to you is: He consistently delivers for Harlequins, yeah, against top top teams. Why can't he deliver for is England? He, is he a good club player? He, no, he's he's a way better. He, he's an exceptional club player. Yeah. Okay. So he's not a good club. You know, he is. He is like I would say. Owen Farrell is a good, Owen is a Farrell good is club rubbish player. club. Right. Um, I think he's not able to play his style of rugby for England. For England. Yeah. You I know, hundred agree. Let's go back a few years ago. Finn Russell. We know he's rogue. But he wasn't able to play how he is playing right now. 
He's playing right now for Scotland, and he is looking free as a bird. Yeah. You know, he's playing the style of rugby that he is good at. Yeah. And Marcus Smith, I think, is limited to a game plan. And there's always got to be a game plan, don't get me wrong, but he's. it looks like he can't necessarily go off script. Yeah. Which, in a way, you want from a 10. Yeah, I mean, do I think Marcus Smith is an international fly-off? I do. Yeah, me too. But not maybe not for England. No. You know, because if you put Marcus Smith into the Wallabies or um, France or New Zealand, I think he's an international yes. player. England, you know, just have always had quite stodgy tens. A dull ten. Uh, you know, do the right safety. Can kick very, very well. Yeah. Good defender. Yeah, that's kind of what they've done. Yeah. Forever and ever, and Marcus Smith is is not your typical ten. And and actually, most most of those players, like you know, a Danny Cipriani, yeah, didn't get a run in it, did no. they? Um, he hasn't got a run in it. I'm trying to think of others who have come in, and everyone's like, "Wow, what a player!" They never get a run at it because England's all about safety and all about grinding and, and being big and strong and tough. And and you know, you even think when Johnny Wilkinson, how how good was his backline outside him? Yeah, you know, you had some world. I mean, Robinson on one wing or at fullback. God, we do love him, don't you we? You know. Um, Greenwood was a, one of the best centers in the world. Yeah. Hardly got the ball. Yeah. Hardly used them. And that's the thing. You know, they were so fixated on kicking penalties or drop field goals. position, field position. Yeah. They never spin it. No. So yeah, I, I just think he's a top quality player, but maybe not for England and, and maybe that's not going to change. Cuz I I don't think Borthwick's going to be the type of guy that's going to really encourage free-flowing no. play. No. He didn't do that at Leicester either. No. Mind you, in Japan they did it. And, you know, he was involved in that. So, we'll see. He's a hell of a player. It's going to be a real shame if, you know, we fast-forward 10 years and he hasn't been given a chance to really, really... Yeah, like, really shine. Yeah, really shine. Um, Black Ferns. Yep. Seventh win oh sorry seven ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh I made a hash of that <laughs> um, this is their fourth straight win on the sevens on the sevens tour it's pretty impressive isn't it yeah seventh straight win and Australia beat New Zealand to ruin another double oh uh, as in the means yeah yeah I, I did. their fourth straight win I always like when New Zealand sevens do well. It, yep. I think it bleeds through to our fifteens. Definitely. When we're not doing well at sevens, we don't tend to do that well at, at fifteen. So I think the future's looking good. It is it like a conveyor belt for young players, isn't it? Hundred percent. Yeah. Coming through. Yeah. So it'll be good. Uh, Island coach Farrell, yep. a supreme motivator. Not surprised. He's a leaguey. But he was a hell of a leaguey, wasn't he? One like, of the best. Man of Steel is the best he, way to actually, describe him. he wasn't him. one of the best. No, he wasn't. But he was an absolute... <laughs> yes. We've had some stories about him from a colleague of ours. 
and he was just a an, Animal. Eye, an iron fist in a way. Yes, <clears throat> literally. He holds it well, doesn't he? You know, I would. I mean, I wasn't a big league player or anything no. like that, but I knew I knew about him, and um, I would listen to him without question. I'd run through a brick wall for him. Yeah, and the thing I like about what people are saying about him is, although he's a guy who who is very tough, very strong, has great work ethic, he does have a really um, special rugby mind or you know a sport mind yeah and one of the things that that really kind of blew me away was he was one of the first coaches or the first coach that got players to review training wow so what they would do is they would video training yeah and at the end of training they'd go in and they would review how they trained and he was one of the first, if not the first. And I thought that that's something, you know, because wow. you review that's a game. very professional. You review a game, don't you? Yeah. But actually, it's better to review training because at training, you're working on a particular skill often. Yes. What am I doing right? Is it timing? How Have deep am I my, coming from? Yeah. So reviewing training means that you're actually picking out something that you're working on and saying... And what, what, what's holding me back? Yeah, like that. Absolutely. I really Fantastic. like that. Yeah. So he's a hell of a motivator. It's bringing apparently. the game a bit more profession- <clears throat> professional, isn't it? Yeah. In that sense of you are critiquing everything you're doing. Yeah. Not just the game. Yeah. Right. Mate, what caught your eye? Mate, quite, quite a bit caught my eye, to be honest. The biggest one I'm going to ask you, I just want, to, want your answer here is, which team... If you were a super rugby side, let's say you were, um, yeah, let's say you you're the you're the Chiefs. Yep. Okay. Which super rugby team w- would you hate to play against? See, I, I my initial thought would be Crusaders. Yeah. But now I think it's the Brumbies. You know. Okay, I'm going to say as the Chiefs. Yes, I'm going to say the Jura. Because. Oh my God. How much are they paying you to say that? <laughs> the juror, every single tackle they made on the weekend was bone crunching. You, there's no winner there. Like, you go into that game thinking, what <laughs> is going to happen? This is going to hurt. One, that's going to hurt. My career might be over after this. But and secondly, if we don't win, then we're stuffed. If we don't win well, we're stuffed. And if they get the ball, oh my God, I don't want to tackle them. I, I think you're I think you're right in the sense of the the bone crushing. Yeah. But I think nowadays professional rugby players are so well tuned to getting hit hard. Oh, I don't know, mate. They recover quick. You say that, but these some of these tackles, mate. Now some of these tackles were going in, right? And you looked back and these guys were on the ground, stayed on the ground. And they were legal tackles. I saw a tackle the other day, and it was from, I don't know, 20-odd years ago, mate. No, not even that long. But it was a spear tackle. (laughs) And the guy just picked him right up, head first, and just let him go. (laughs) And he rolled into touch, and the touch was like... Uh, Out there? (laughs) Your ball. Do you know what, like... You always try to dump a player, didn't you? Oh, 100%. Like, literally, every tackle I made in the centres was trying to dump a player. <laughs> I'd always be going for the dump. And that was that was good. That was deemed as a good tackle, yeah. as long as you didn't 
drive them into their head yes. deemed a good tackle. So you were just wanted to drive them into their back. Yeah. Whereas now, you stay well clear, don't you? Well, you want to get them to the ground as quick as possible so yeah. that you can get the ball. But what, what you really wanted back in the day was that pat on the back from the boys, didn't you? Oh, what a tackle that was. That's a bloody good tackle there, Damo. <laughs> hey, well done, yeah. son. You cut him in half there, son. <laughs> or, <laughs> you or paper mache him. Or when you hit someone, <laughs> when you hit someone and everyone else is like, oh, you yes. just hear a bit of a, ooh. Yeah. Like, yes, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the ground. I've splayed on the ground. Ooh, yeah, I hurt. Good, right. good tackle, mate. <laughs> <laughs> or when you tackle someone and you get winded. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, uh, what caught my eye is Super Rugby's getting high scoring again. Yes. You know, After I said a week of boring rugby. By the um, Crusaders, Chiefs 52, Waratahs 46, Reds 71, you know, but then you've got the Hurricanes and Rebels, both in the thirties. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, it was impressive. I actually really like. Last year, I was a bit critical of the Super Round being in Melbourne, and no one went. I actually thought it's a really good thing, and what I'd like to see is another Super Round later in New Zealand. Yeah. So one hosted in Australia, one hosted in New Zealand. I think it makes so much sense because. The cost of hosting all the teams is yeah. much lower. Yeah, you know, um, you you've got all the TV crew there, so you just the extended day, two, two or three birds with one stone. Eh? Absolutely, and also I think the players love it. Yeah, I think the players love going to Melbourne, all being in and around. Apparently, they kind of they all stay in a, in a hotel. Right. Okay. So lots of teams are in together and yeah, things like that. But then they can also watch the games after them, can't yeah. they? Yeah. You know, it's just and, fantastic. And then afterwards, they probably all go for a drink together. Yeah, and I think as a as a if I was if I lived in New Zealand, it's a little bit different in in Oz, isn't it? It's a massive country. Yeah. I would definitely pay to go. You know, take it'd be a family thing. Well, where would you have it? You'd probably say it. You'd have to say Auckland, wouldn't you? Yeah, just I don't think you need to be Auckland though, does it? Because well, you, yeah, it could be. You'll have the. I mean, it'd be absolutely amazing. Chiefs would be able to easily come up, you know. Yes. You've got a good connection probably from Wellington flight-wise. Yeah, you would go You would go Auckland, you? would you? go, yeah. You would go Auckland. But arguably, you could go anywhere and just share it around and host it. So every year, it's at a different location. Yeah. Because, you know, how good would it be down in the deep south, under under the roof? Under the roof. But then would you get the fan base coming? I think you would. I think the longer it goes on, the more people will will really target that weekend of rugby. You'd almost have to have airlines just to knock the price down a little bit for flights. Yeah. It's a really good idea. I'd like to see another Super Round in New Zealand. And I would like to see the potential for maybe it to travel around the country a little bit more. But I understand why they're doing it in Melbourne. Melbourne is sport crazy. Yeah, big time. Well, they've got the Rod Laver. You know, they've got... The cricket ground, they're big on their um, Aussie rules as well, aren't they? So if they grow it there, then the game will grow. Yeah, big time. Um, what a difference David Harvilli makes. So he came in and played at 12. Now, when I saw them warm up, I changed my score prediction. Really? So when I saw them warm up, I saw David Harvilli at 12. I said, right, brilliant. 
and I upped my score. Not enough. No, not me. I, I, I changed my score too. Yeah, but David Havili playing at 12, what a difference he makes. Yeah. It just shows, doesn't it? I mean, I'm trying to think other players, and I'm trying to think Ma Nonu was a player that if he played, what a difference he made. Yeah. Um, I think Aaron Smith in his heyday, you know, um, Faf de Klerk. Yeah. Uh, you know, when they're playing well, it's a big difference when they're not playing. Who else can you think of that makes that Player big a difference? Wise. Yeah. Joan Lomu. Yeah. But he would always start. Yes. Um, I think recently is Sam Whitelock. Yeah. Big difference when he's on the pitch, yeah. eh? Um, I almost think it last year or the year before is the um the hooker, the Chiefs hooker, uh, Tokiaho. Yeah, he made a huge difference. Big difference, yeah. Um, yeah, they're scattered, aren't they? They are scattered. They are definitely, definitely. Uh, new rules, ball and play, really impressive. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing that I spotted was um, Oz beat New Zealand. Uh, this was the Brumbies v the Blues. Yeah. I just felt like, what are the Blues doing? You've got a fantastic backline with no game plan. Yeah. No structure. I mean, just I just shaking my head. That you've got what you've got with you know. It's like one on one. You give them the ball. It's like they're unbelievable. Mark Talia, unbelievable. Rico Ioane, unbelievable. Roger Tuivasa, unbelievable. Weren't they? But they literally are clueless. Yeah, you've got to look at the coaches and say, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" Yeah, have you done that? Have you lost to them because the Brumbies were ripe to beat? Just the Blues, just absolutely shocking game plan. Shocking game. Plan. Um, you've got here Marcus Smith sent to play club rugby, which he has done. Mm. He played. It was man of the match. Yeah, absolutely tore it up. Mm. He's been included now in the um, in the squad, thirty six man squad. Yep. So in the wider squad, yeah. Is he going to be there or thereabouts for this weekend? No idea. I think yes. I think he'll he'll because George Ford hasn't played. No. So you would imagine. It'd be a very brave choice to put George Ford on the bench. I agree. And also, this is massive, isn't it? Because if they if England lose this weekend, as we mentioned last week, it could be the end of an era for Farrell if they go back to back losses. So yeah, but the thing is, don't is that think you want they, to give them. I'm an sorry, excuse. but they could go back to back to back because they've got Ireland next weekend. Yeah. France this weekend, isn't it? France this weekend, Ireland next weekend. That home or away, Joe? You know? I can I can look it up. Mm. This weekend's at home for England. For England, okay, that, that makes a big difference. The French in France, hard to beat. Hard to beat. Uh, listeners' question, mate: If you could pick two centers in the world, what would your combination be? Islander at home next weekend. Oof, that's going to be tough. This is from Adam from Kansas City, Missouri, 
the USA. US of A. He said for him it's David Dearlandy at 12 and Gary Ringrose at 13. Now, I've gone for Samu Karevi at 12 yeah. and Rico at 13. Now, some people might be saying to me, Rico hasn't really performed, but again, I go back to blues. Don't use him right. No. Just get him on the outside. He's got so much pace. Yeah, and skill. Yeah. So well, would you go anyone different than that? Gary Ringrose and David Dearlander, is it Damien Dearlander, are a good shout. Yeah. I, I mean, I was never a fan of Damien Dearlander, but I have to say over the last two seasons, good player. he is a hell of a 12. Yeah. I, do you know who I really like at the moment is Ollie Lawrence. Ooh, isn't he got a white shirt on, doesn't he? He does so have a white shirt So you actually like an England player. You like an England player. He's on your wall in your bedroom, isn't he? <laughs> He's above my bed. But I, I well, like is that, him. Is that to go with a mirror? He reminds me of a Kiwi sinner. You missed that, didn't you? Yeah, no, I got there. I saw it. <laughs> what did you see? Village. Absolutely village. Um, yeah, he, he reminds me of a Kiwi player. Ollie Lawrence, yeah. yeah. Good player. Yeah. yeah. But but is he a 12? No. He he wouldn't be. I'm I, just throwing names out here, that's all. I think the interesting question is, you can't move him from 12 for England. No, no way. So, you know, you can't play a Smith. Marchant. You can't play a Smith uh, Farrell. No. Or a Ford Farrell. No. If they did that, that'd be crazy. Yeah. Because he's just playing really well, isn't he? I don't think there's a lot. I mean, Gary Ringrose is a good player as well, definitely. I mean, if we look back a, f- a few years, Nonu and Conrad, yeah, I reckon they are the best centre pairing of all time. Centre pairing of all time, yeah. They were like yin and yang, chalk and cheese. Walter Little and Frank Bunce were a hell of a oh, centre yeah. pairing as well. Yeah, I think Walter Little and Frank Bunce played together, pretty sure. Pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, I would say that um, that Ireland do have the best combo at the moment. Yeah, I agree. Henshaw and Ringrose. Yeah. Or Bundeaki and Ringrose. Yeah. Or Bundeaki and Henshaw. They, you know, <laughs> they've got good combos yeah, got good combos there, don't they? have got they? a bit of depth. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Right, mate, my question to you. Yeah. Did you have a favourite pair of pants on game day? <laughs> No. Did you not? No, I didn't. Um, I didn't have a favorite pair. They always had to be pants, though, like like tidy whities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I wanted a boxers, lad. Yeah. I didn't want my junk chucking around my trunk. (laughs) You had a banana hammock. (laughs) (laughs) I certainly did. But, you know, funny thing was, in cricket, I was... Very, very superstitious. Uh, superstitious. And rugby, not so much. But with cricket, if you make a mistake, it's game over. Yes. For you personally. Yes. But in rugby, if you miss a tackle, okay, I'll make another one. If you if you you know have a poor pass, okay, I'll be able to do a, a better pass. If you knock it on right, come on. The only thing I would say is one of my superstitions was I needed to touch the ball like in the first five minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had to touch the ball. First set play, I was like, I need the ball in my hands. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, even I, if I'm just passing it, but I need to touch it. I used to say to my teen, "Listen, just give me the ball, I'll crash it up." <laughs> <laughs> just give me the ball, I'll crash, crash ball, it up. Crash ball. And, and you know, I'm not passing this, you yeah. know, because I just needed that. I yeah. need to get get myself in the game. Yeah. Uh, like that if I went too long I'd sort of oh god you know when's, when's my chance going to yeah, come and then it's like oh got cold hands yeah and- yeah yeah so there you go oh my question to you mate is did you, did you have your favourite pair of pants then I had a pair of pants that I wore on game day yeah I did yeah all, all sports um, cross code cross <laughs> cross curricular because <laughs> um, I know you're a hockey player as well yep uh, yeah, I think so. But then after a while, they got real mm. raggy. What happened at that point? Was I there, just threw them out. Was there at a burning point, of was, the burning of the pants at, and a new ones sort of? I think I I think I kept them and, and I pinned them to the wall. Were they were they like new? a shrine? With <laughs> 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 skitties and all. <laughs> were, were the new new pants blessed by the local minister or <laughs> the holy water <laughs> doused? <laughs> Yeah, the, 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 the Gisborne uh, locals came round to, um, you know. To douse. To douse them. Uh, question to you, mate, is would you rather be a top player or a top coach? Top player. Mm. If you say top coach, you're lying. No, I'd rather be a top coach. Oh, you're lying. I would. I'd rather be a top player that becomes a top coach. Very rarely that happens. I know. But it's re- happening more and more. I think it'd be more interesting. If you were good enough, you'd be longer in the game. As in coach. As a coach? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I just think, you know, like as a player, what do you do when you're 35 and, and you've had to retire? You're Richie McCaw, right? Good example, isn't he? Made loads of money, I'm sure, but it's a long old game, isn't it, life? And uh, He's a pilot, isn't he? Yeah, he's got someone else going on, but often, you know, top player, you've done nothing other than play rugby all your life. I know. And then you're like 36, maybe, and you go, right, that's it. What am I going to do now? Have I got enough money? Whereas, you know, top coach, it's like you're going till you're 60, 70. Yeah. Still doing your, still doing your thing, aren't yeah, you? Graham Henry. True. Now coaching the the ladies team yeah last year fantastic make a good point travel the world yeah eat what you want it's true you don't get hurt on game day do you well soul soul gets hurt yeah that's very lose. true very very stressful you know, job you're more you're more committed aren't you mm. you're you're in it you're in it to win it yeah mate it's time to finish off the show. I was going to play pin the tail on the donkey today, but we're not quite set up for that. So I'm going to go uh, play of the week. Play of the week. Okay. So my play of the week was just David Harvilli's yeah. performance over the weekend. Yeah, nice. He what it was exceptional from position as well. And I would say is up till that point. Even I'm thinking, well, how can you leave out Geordie Barrett at 12? And then you watch a game like that and you think, God, he brings so much. This is David Harvilli. He brings so much more to the table. Yeah. He just needs that centre pairing with Rico and they could rip it up. 
So for me, the player of, play of the week or the player of the week, David Harvilli, without question. It, it, it'll be interesting to see what the All Blacks do with that. Because, you know, Geordie Barrett's playing well at 12. Yeah. And he's been playing there, the you know, last year. For a little bit, yeah. Yeah. But is David Havili going to take that spot? Well, I, if, it's going to come down to how they play all season, isn't it? It's going to come down to that matchup when yeah. the Crusaders play Wellington, who yeah. comes out on top. But I do think they'll pick Geordie Barrett, won't they? Because yeah. he loves the Barretts. Yeah, he does. Which is rightfully so. They are pretty decent. They're they? all right. Uh, what about you, mate? Um, the Reds? The Reds? Oh, the Reds, yeah. The Reds. I think bouncing back from last week. Not at home. You're, you're, you're yeah, away. It's in Australia. Yeah. Aren't they? But they're both Australian, aren't yeah. they? But just the way that they put their, th- you know, their foot on the throat. Yeah. And continue to score points. You know, that's almost a point a minute. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it was, yeah, tries for fun. Yeah. Wasn't it? And intermingle with that, the force aren't that bad. No, they're not. They're normally pretty tough to beat. Yeah, they are. So that's impressive, eh? Yeah, definitely. Good one, good one. Uh, Mate, as always, what can people do to support us? They can like, share, subscribe, uh, five-star review. Yeah. Um, Patreon. Links yep. below. Email in. You know, we love an email. Yeah, we do. Let us know where you're from. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we just love hearing from you. Mm-hmm. We do. Mate, until next week. See you later. Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.